All right, here we go. Great. Hey there, I'm Nick. I'm in my 20s trying to figure out life and what faith has to do with it. I've got a lot of questions, probably very similar to the ones you've got. But here's the thing. I'm looking for a better answer, and it's difficult to find someone who can help. So I'm bringing on Kyle, a mentor of mine, who's going to help me find a better answer. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to A Better Answer. And finally, I'm not alone. Finally. I'm finally not alone in here. Do you know <laughs> Do you know how hard it's been for me to come in here and record intros without you sitting there? Yeah. I had to like re-record 10 times. Do you? Why? Because I overthink. Huh. And when you're in here, I just have to keep going. I don't, yeah. have, I don't really have an option. Okay. I don't. I can't stop you now and go like, hey, can we just say that a little differently? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Hey, people listening, I'm really glad that you guys actually emailed Kyle when I asked you to and said, we miss you. Yeah, that was great. It was kind of nice. Did, like, you oh. feel, did you feel loved? Yeah, definitely. Feel seen? Yeah. Everyone nice. wants to be missed, right? When you disappear, if, if right. you came back and everyone's <clears throat> like, oh, you were gone? I yeah. didn't know <laughs> That'd be really sad. So. so you've been gone for what feels like 15 weeks, probably more like six. Six. And you got a new puppy. Yeah, a lot of things happen. And your wife's on crutches. My wife's on crutches. <laughs> so, okay, here's the, here's the quick <clears throat> summary. Yep. Okay, of my six weeks, I went hunting for the first time. Wow! I killed a boar. Wow! It was awesome. You we got to move on though. I can't talk anymore about that. Okay. Then, uh, oh no! Wait, wait, wait! <clears throat> Before that, Sarah ran the flying pig marathon. This is mm. part of the this affects the timeline, and she fractured her hip. Ouch! That's bad. <clears throat> she wanted to keep going. I convinced her. She's yep. like, my hip hurts at mile nine yep. i was like you should probably stop running mm. she's like no she ran three more miles to mile 12 and then she called me she's like i can't pick up my leg anymore oh, but i'm gosh. gonna walk the rest of the way it's like that's <laughs> that might be a bad idea my gosh so we picked her up and Determined. she had she had a stress fracture in her hip so she has been on crutches ever since then mm. um then i went on my first hunting trip killed the boar it was awesome shockingly great I didn't know what to expect. I just wanted the experience. Went out with Brian. It was great. Awesome. So much fun. Okay. Then I went to Israel and we did some filming, which is going to play at Crossroads in the fall. That was super great. Are you allowed to say that yet? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's going to be awesome. I'll keep it in. We filmed stuff. We talked about the life of David and Jesus, who's the son of David. Okay. Uh, uh, Super pumped about it. Great. And then I went on a vacation for a week. But Sarah was on crutches, which it was at the beach. That's a bad yep. idea. Uh-huh. Sand and crutches <clears throat> don't mix at all. So we went to the beach twice, <laughs> no. even though we were right by the ocean. Then we got we came back and I got a puppy. My gosh. Uh, it's just a lot. Seemed like a good idea. That's just because, a lot. So we got it on a Monday and we thought on Wednesday, Sarah would get off crutches. So I was like, this is great. She can help yeah. with the puppy. Nope. No. At the, at the appointment, we thought they would say you can be uh-huh. off crutches now. They were like three or four more be- weeks on crutches. What kind of puppy? So, it's a German short hair pointer. No clue. It's a, it's a yeah. bird dog. It's like, it's the cutest. I'm going to show Nick a picture of it and you guys are just going to have What's to imagine. Name? The name? Annie. Annie. Yeah. It's a cute name. <clears throat> this is, this is Annie. She's the most pretty dog. That is very cute. Right? She's got spotted paws. Uh-huh. It kind of looks like a Labrador. Yeah. But with spotted paws. Uh-huh. It'll like, she'll, she'll run forever. See, look at that. Oh, so cute. cute. That's fun. She's, she's That's the absolute fun. best. And she's also a lot of work. <clears throat> And then, okay, the last, this is the last part. I was supposed to preach the week we had the puppy. Oh, yeah. I was at home, <laughs> but I was writing a message so I oh, could man. 
preach, but then everyone got sick all at the same exact time. And I, it was like, it was, it was just an eruption is the best yeah. way to think about it. <laughs> oh no. That's not what you want. horrible. <clears throat> so I had to call in Paco to come fill yeah. in preaching last minute. And he did great. Throwing up yeah. everything in my whole body. Yeah. So. When someone asks you, hey, what kind of sick are you? Eruptive. Yes. Yeah, nobody, that's not. Volcanic. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I That's not what people want. Uh-huh. All right. Well, just simply because that's a lot. Uh, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did you feel called <laughs> to those six weeks <laughs> <laughs> of mayhem? Uh, yeah. You did? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, I'm, let's talk about that. I want to know more about calling. Calling. How do you know when you're called to something? It's What's the difference between like calling as a person and calling to a thing? Yeah. And then being stuck in your head, not called to anything yeah. or, you know, not called to that thing. Yeah. Because I think I do all three. I know I'm called in certain areas as a person, uh-huh. shepherd and creator. Mm-hmm. That's something I am and something I forgot. Someone who finds and creates beauty. Oh, there you go. Yep. Forgot about that one. Uh, and then there's like called to something like I'm called to my marriage. That is un- unwavering, undoubtedly something I'm called to, right? Yep. And then there's like... Am I called to do this uh, creative thing or that creative thing? And there might not really actually be an a- an actual answer, but in my head I'll be like, "Oh, there's got to be an answer. There has to be, right?" <clears throat> so, what do you think? Okay. Um, I'll say I'll say this. There are some some callings. One, I one I think that we are called places. Okay, uh-huh. Jesus said He's the way. The yep. truth and the life. The way means I'm following him somewhere. So he's yeah. he's going somewhere and he's like, come come with me over here to go do this thing for these people yeah. in this timing. Yeah. Right. And so <clears throat> I think we do have callings. Now, th- there's like the ultimate life. Like what am I called to in my life? <sighs> That's a big one. Mm. I, I'm, I'm going to take it more to like, how do I know what I'm called to do yeah. today yeah. or with this decision in front okay. of me Great. right now? Okay. Yeah. Did you know I'm actually working on something for that? Are you? For yeah, for twenty somethings about identity and oh, calling and such. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm. You gonna talk about it right now or, or no, later? No, okay. probably in a few months. That's a real. Like that. That's a real cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can't, can't wait to hear more. <laughs> yep. Okay. So when you're when you're thinking about a calling, I think about it in three parts. Okay. You are called to a particular group of people mm-hmm. in a particular place. Okay. To do a particular thing. So it's person. Okay. Place, yeah. position. Got it. Okay. Those are the three kind yep. of components of, of a calling to okay. determine where. Yep. So if someone says, if they come to me and they say, I might be called somewhere, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I go, cool. Who Who's there? Do you feel called to those people? Right. Uh, where in the place? Do you feel called to that place? Mm-hmm. What's the work you'll be doing? What position will you have? Right. Okay. Do you feel called to that work and position? And... That's where you can sort of sort through and start to discern, do I have a calling here or not? Okay. That, uh, what's hard about this and what I'm imagining is like, how do you start, how do you even start with that question? You know, let's say you're a new yeah. believer. You just, let's say you just believed in Jesus yesterday. Yeah. Uh, calling? I don't even know <laughs> half the words that Jesus says. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have a friend who's working somewhere and... I don't know if he views his job as his calling, but he's faithful to Jesus and it it's good. It provides for him. And so like, you know, like how do you discern between those things? Yeah, totally. It's, 
one, generally one of these will pop above, above the others. Okay. I don't think that there's like a hierarchy of like the most important thing yeah. is the place you're called to. Okay. Because uh, I know people who feel called to a position. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got friends who are campus pastors with Crossroads. <clears throat> And they feel called to serve in that way. Yeah. But they've worked in multiple locations. Okay. And so when Crossroads goes like, hey, we kind of want to move you over here now. Yeah. Generally, they're like, okay. Yeah. I'm open-handed. It's it's about doing this work that's the most important thing in my life. And they will weigh, you mm-hmm. know, like, hey, God, mm-hmm. you, are you calling me to this place or not? So they'll, they'll consider a place, but position is the most important thing. Okay. In my life, when I was called to the work I do now, it actually wasn't about the work. It was the place. Yeah. I was in South Carolina. Yeah. And the only thing God, I was like, God, what do you want me to do with my life? You know, what, do you, what am I called to? What am I made for? And the only thing I got was Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay. So you actually, it was like, so let's slow, uh, I want to hear that. Yeah. I think that'll help people listening as we're considering like, what's my calling? You, where were you when this happened? I was in Greenville, South Carolina. You were in Greenville, South Carolina. Where'd you yeah. grow up? Uh, Dayton, Ohio, Philadelphia, and Atlanta. Okay, and not Cincinnati. Not Cincinnati. <laughs> and somehow, in the South Carolina, you yeah. heard from God. Yeah. Or you felt an impression, like whatever that yeah, felt an impression. Cincinnati. Yeah. I'm supposed to be in Cincinnati. Okay, that's sounds pretty random. Yeah. So that's exactly how it felt. <laughs> yeah. Like, can you talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it felt it felt very random. Now there's some details missing. It wasn't just like a completely random city that mm-hmm. I'd never been to. Yeah. Um. At that point, my parents lived in Cincinnati. Okay. I knew of Crossroads Church in Cincinnati. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew of some of the work that was happening there. And I had a familiarity, right? Mm-hmm. But I wasn't planning to yeah. move to Cincinnati. That wasn't like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, Googling best cities to live in right. or whatever. It was like, I just... <laughs> I don't know if Cincinnati would have been on that list. I'm not sure. It's a great city. <laughs> it's a great city. As somebody who's not not from Cincinnati, I always tell people I like, it's, it's a, great. I think it's a great city. I just think people sleep on it. It's not on those lists. <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's probably not going to be on the list. That's okay. Especially I also thought the, the Bengals water. were going to be terrible and they turned out awesome. Yep. And the Reds are great now and F- right. Cincinnati's great. I don't even know what's happening right now. Yeah. So That's anyway, I'm here now. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's all, well, thank you, Nick. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for what you've brought to our sports When did things team. start to change? Just name a year. Uh, 2016. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's a little early. That's right. <laughs> okay, so, but, the, but the point is, for me, all I had was this impression of the place. And what I wanted mm. was to also know to do what for who. Right. I want to know the position, the what, and the who, the person, right? Right. What for who? And what I felt from from God was, I won't give you those things until you act on the one thing I've told you. Man, that's hard. Do you know that? Like, like totally. I, the, I, I, I've lived it. <laughs> yeah, yes. There's the verse that says, your word is a lamp to my feet yeah. and a light to my path. I think that's Psalm 123. Yes. Um, and the I, I love to imagine like a lamp gives you enough light for a certain radius, right? Yes. And that's about it. A lamp does not paint the whole the whole path and shows you the destination. It shows you what's right in front of you. Yes. So you, so you can see the next step, but not what's after it. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. So let me give you a piece of the message that I wanted to preach that I was was, <laughs> nice. bar- was barfing instead. Okay. Great. Because I think it's I think it's the 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 glue here. Yeah. Um, and it was it was a message about wisdom, mm-hmm. but it was about acting in wisdom. And so the yeah. entire premise is that wisdom is acting on what you know and you understand. 
Yeah. And that what Jesus calls you to do is to follow the words that you that you know. Okay. Right? That's okay. that's it. So so calling wraps up into this really, really nicely. Matthew 7, 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, mm-hmm. I'll liken to a wise man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's skip some details. A couple of verses later. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a fool. Okay. Okay. So wise person makes good decisions, goes yeah. where God wants, listen to yeah. the words. Fool doesn't listen to whatever God has said to them. That's the simple little thing that, okay. that Jesus sets up here. Okay. okay. I have a question for me, but I'll just keep going. I'll, yes. I'll work on it. Um, here's the here's the warning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. About what you know, what you've heard from God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because wisdom is acting what you know and you understand. Yeah. You will always have incomplete knowledge and understanding. That's that sucks. <laughs> All yeah. ways. Uh-huh. So if you're waiting on <clears throat> complete knowledge. In complete understanding, just know you'll be waiting forever, mm. ever and ever and ever. Yeah. Why? Because the knowledge and understanding we have here is incomplete. The Bible promises that. First right. Corinthians 13 is one spot. It says, love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they'll cease. Where there's tongues, they'll be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, mm. in part. Okay. And we prophesy in part. For now, we only see a reflection as in a mirror, okay? And their yeah. mirrors back then were not our mirrors. It was right. not crystal clear. It was like, think um, like a pot, looking in the side <laughs> of a dirty pot. And okay. you can kind of make out Something. like very vague right. details, okay? Yeah. <clears throat> then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall now know fully. Yeah. Okay? So okay. he's saying in this lifetime, I'm only going to have partial knowledge yep. and partial understanding. Yep. It, if, if you in a calling scenario are waiting for more complete information, mm-hmm. you are unlikely to get it. Okay. Likely what you have is a thing that God has told you, said to you, revealed to you that you know. Okay. And you're going to act on that one thing. Okay. So first of all, that would, that would have been a great message. So, you know, shouldn't, shouldn't have been erupting. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I, I tried not. I tried so at five a.m. when I was supposed to get up and uh-huh. come to work. Uh-huh. I was in my bed and I was like, oh, I'm gonna try to stand up. And then I did, and I had to. I had to go throw up. No, it was like, oh, that's was terrible. Really yeah. All right, here's my question. So, right. incomplete knowledge, incomplete whatever. God, God will give us something to step forward in, right? Yeah. Okay, but the world, and when I say the world, I just mean like culture. How the how what culture believes, good ideas from culture will give us other information. Mm-hmm. So if God says, hey, uh, I want you to donate, or I want you to give away $20,000, something like that, you know, something where it's be like, oh, that could really deplete everything I have. Um, and then the world goes, or like, a, like let's say an advisor, a financial advisor says, that's a really dumb idea because uh, well, if we look at it on paper, it is a dumb idea. Yeah. So that's a, a war between uh-huh. two two thoughts, something God asks of you yeah, versus the world. And then when you hear that, you go, well, did God actually say that? Right. That's the hard part. Yeah. So let's talk about this because <clears throat> we're talking, with a calling, we're talking about making a decision. Exactly. And we want to make a wise yeah. decision. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm bending this a little bit to, to, towards wisdom, mm-hmm. um, but I think, I think that it fits. Uh, and it's worth saying this. In that in that regard, to what yeah. you just said, yeah, there are multiple types of wisdom. Yeah, 
There is worldly wisdom and there is godly wisdom. Okay. One of the types of wisdom leads you to God yeah. and one leads you away from him. Okay. Um, and more specifically, like if you dig into scripture, <clears throat> you'll find in Proverbs, um, wisdom and worldly wisdom are personified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them literally leads you to life and one of them literally leads you to death. Right. This is this is part of what it says in Proverbs 5 about worldly wisdom. Yep. Um, it says, her mouth is smoother than oil. Yep. But in the end, she's bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lay hold of hell. Lest you ponder her way of life, her ways are unstable. Man. Okay. So there are alternative ways to Jesus. Yeah. So you do have to weigh something. Um, for my decision, it was, why would you ever leave? Right. I, I made great money. I had a great career path. It was, the, it was um, uh, from worldly wisdom, it was the stupidest thing right. to quit my job. Because I, I mean, that's literally what I did. I quit and I moved to Cincinnati with no job. Yeah. That was dumb. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I was following the way himself, right. Jesus. Right. And he said Cincinnati. And so... Hmm. And so I went. And I guess something to keep in mind um, as a wrapping up is like an internal perspective, right? Yeah. So I think really what we're talking about is taking the step, taking a step towards what God calls you to, maybe not necessarily your, your calling in general. Um, yeah. So this morning I read Luke 16, uh, 19 onward about the rich man and Lazarus and yep. how the rich man had everything he wanted and needed in life. Uh-huh. Um, but he didn't, he did not follow God. Lazarus followed God, but had nothing. And he was sick his entire life, like a terrible life, like a terrible life. Mm-hmm. They both died. And this is Jesus telling the story. And I believe it's just a, it's a parable to depict something else. But yeah. Lazarus goes to the place of comfort with God and the rich man does not. So it's also the idea of like, think of, think of and live for eternity, not, mm-hmm. not just the here and now. Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that, and that's a lot of times that can give you the courage to follow through on what you know God's telling you to do. Yeah. Versus the <clears> thing that's like, hey, but this would be safe. It'd be stable. It'd make more sense financially. It right. would, you know, you can sort of talk yourself into yeah. the world's way and talk yourself out of God's. Because mm-hmm. God, when, when God gives you a calling, expect it to happen in three words or less. Hmm. God rarely will give you more than just a, just a handful of words. It might actually I'll, I'll modify it up to 7. So I did this I did this um uh last week I was doing research cuz mm-hmm. I cuz the the message I missed was for our proverb series and I have another one coming up in proverbs which I was like mm-hmm. so thankful for cuz I was so pumped to preach. I, was yeah. like, I got yeah. I love proverbs. Dude, <laughs> talk so yeah. I was doing research for this the next message and I found something really really fascinating. Um, if you look at the average length of a proverb in English, it's like 19 words. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Proverbs weren't written in English. They were written in ancient Hebrew. Yeah. If you look at the average number of words, because I, I just took a, I think I took Proverbs 10 and I just yeah. counted like how many Hebrew words are in right. each of these? Right. Um, it's 6.8. 6.8. <laughs> That's it. Okay. All right. And and I and I <clears throat> I compare that also with Jesus's teachings. I look yeah. at Jesus's teachings when he gives um his wise advice, when he's calling people to to things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The most famous one is a sermon on the mount, okay? Yeah. It's where he gives like his zinger of zinger teachings. He talks about love your enemies and don't judge and don't don't worry in the narrow mm-hmm. way, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. All those teachings, these big uh, go the extra mile. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You can sum them up in 
two words, love enemies, mm. don't judge, mm-hmm. don't worry, narrow way, mm. extra mile, two mm. words, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay? Do you know how old you are when you can understand two words connected together? Uh, what two, age? Two. two. Two, exactly. 24 months old. Wow. You can understand them. Okay. And when Jesus calls you to is to have faith like a child. Yeah. Oh. That's what it means to follow hmm. him. Wow. And so there's something, we as adults can use our lack of understanding, knowledge, yeah. we want more information, right. we're still kind of fact-finding, yeah. still checking yeah, out yeah. the scenario right. as a smokescreen to not follow through on faith. Mm. God gave you two words. You're going to listen? Right. It's not going to give you more. And, and we, use, we use excuses like I'm waiting on God. Right. Go, go in the Bible and find me a situation where someone's waiting on God for more information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not in there. Mm-hmm. What people wait on God for is I went and I did the thing you said to do, yeah. and there's pain here. They wait on him to deliver them from suffering. Yeah. That's what you wait on God for. Mm. It's not more information to make a better decision. Right. That's not, right. That's not in there. Yeah. So if if you feel a calling in you and you're wondering and you've only got a piece of the information, my warning to you might be you're going to have to act on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as we wrap up, like take that into a step for everybody listening. Um, a step might be this, you know, I, I would say that it, I don't got, I don't feel like calling from God every day, right. every moment. Right. 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 <laughs> um, but I also want to know, is there something God's, calling me to that I'm ignoring mm. and I've downplayed okay. or I've missed that. I like that. And so step yeah. one is just that is, is just to, just to pause and pray and say, Hey God, is there anything you're wanting from me? Yeah. Or wanting to call my attention to mm. or my energy to or my resources to, is there anything? And then just sit. Yeah. And if okay. two or three words pop in your head, write them down and pay attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay. <laughs> right it's it can it's that it's that simple yeah um and if you get those words you know it's not like i just heard cincinnati ohio and then i moved the next day that's not (laughs) i went to wise people in my life i was like what do you think about this yeah so it's not just a immediately go do that thing right um right but you you're gonna have to act on it yeah um and again you might not get much more Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's that's the experience of my life anyway okay hey uh that's all i got you got anything else no fantastic hey i'm glad we got part of your what do you call it message yeah yeah thanks for being eruptive and bringing it here uh we love you guys and we'll see you next week all right bye